Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This this is the Blue Horseshoe with your host, George Brummer and Ryan Hickey. So one theme, George, we have been discussing and questioning, can this Colts team close? And you tweeted at halftime that down 10-3, this is an opportunity now for a Colts team to come out in the second half, finish the job, and unlike last year, they kind of got off to a hot start and hold on for the finish. This is an opportunity for the other way around where you can kind of really make the big-time plays in order to kind of win games. Third quarter did not go that way. The fourth quarter down 23. Credit to Matt Ryan, credit to the offense, credit to the defense. They did make plays to get back in the game to force overtime and almost have a chance to, to win the game and frankly should have won the game in overtime. How much, if any, positivity um, of – positive we'll just keep it at that um do you take away from kind of their fourth quarter and overtime effort yeah uh, not much i mean i I, where i take away positivity is stuff that we've already discussed it's it's individuals i think quitty pay stepping up i think that was big him stepping up and making big plays when when they needed a defensive stop we didn't see that from him last year you know so him to be able to go out there if if you're looking at a guy who needs to make a year two jump to to help this team get to where they want to go uh he's high on that list and you saw it, you know, he, he was there when he needed to be. I thought that was one positive. He's got to be more consistent. Obviously they all do, but that's one thing I thought was good. And the other one is Mike Schramm, you know, just it, look, it, can you build on this? Can, can you become a, a consistent contributor to this team? Can he fit it? We went talking about Ashton Doolin being the Zach Pascal for this team. Can, can Mike Strong step into that role? You know, it's too early to say, but to me, I just look at those individuals. Look, 17 point rally. All due credit to everyone involved. Shouldn't have put yourself in that position. Shouldn't have been there. I don't really take a lot away from that. 
I'm with you, and in part because it's just like we've been talking and highlighting this important stretch of the Colts all offseason long. You got to start off, you know, hot. You got to be able to 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 beat the teams you're better than in the Texans. So it's like, sure, it's great that Matt Ryan looked good and he made some big throws when needed. It's great that Quiddy Pay, when the defense needed to stop and in the fourth quarter, the EJ speed, when the defense needed a turnover, you're able to get that turnover. You're able to get that sack like they did and get the Texans off the field. It's great. But the fact that you put yourself in a position through three quarters of god-awful play, I can't take one quarter positivity because when you emphasize and put so much importance on the opening game of coming out strong, of taking care of your division first, when there's so much emphasis and importance on that, and for three quarters, you don't do so for 75% of the game, you are, are lackadaisical, you're sloppy, you're making mental mistakes. Like you said, you're having stupid penalties, like a delay of game when you're going to kick a field goal because there's 10 guys on the field, and Matt yep. Pryor doesn't got to be on the field when you're on 23 at that point. It's all of that negativity that even though recency bias should say, oh, we should feel better, the Colts rallied, and you know, maybe in most years they lose the game. This was a game where we talked about, you got to win, you are the better team, and they weren't, so I'm with. I can't take any positivity out of this because it's it's the same old mind numbing mistakes, and there's no way you can kind of talk yourself into it. Because I think in years past, per, I'll speak my uh, speak for myself. I've kind of looked at it on an optimistic view, but like this team, the bar is higher. It's not just oh they played well for a quarter, let's pat on the back. It's you got to beat the Texans and you got to score 17 points every quarter. That's how much better you are than Houston. I mean, my mm-hmm. score is I think 31. 10. I think you were 27, 10 or 27, 10. 7. John yep. McClain on, on Friday's pod basically said the only way the Colts lose this game is if they all get food poisoning and can't show up to the game uh, on Sunday. And yep. here we are, you know, that's why it's just, it should have been what was a lock, right? I don't, you can't take any positivity out of a game in which for 75% of it against a very inferior division opponent, you look like the worst team. You want to stretch? I mean, you want to really stretch and, and say, well, there's something that could be good. Maybe every year they've lost a game like this that, that that they shouldn't have any business losing. You know, maybe they got that out of the way. Maybe this is, <laughs> is done. Uh, the other one is we talked about it. The other thing we've talked about a lot is at some point you're going to face adversity and how you re- how will you respond? They're through that now. You know, they they face the adversity. You see them at least respond to it. But at the end of the day, none of that. Look, you had to be one and zero, and you're not one and zero. So you're not zero and one. I guess there's that. But uh, you're not you're not one to know Matt Ryan, by the way, the first QB to tie in his debut game since Kyler Murray in, tw- in 2019. He had a 27 27 tie against the Detroit Lions. That, of course, was his rookie debut, his, his first game in the NFL uh, for Matt Ryan, just his debut here in Indianapolis. But uh, also the first time Matt Ryan's NFL career. So uh, nothing made sense here today Ugh. except for one thing. The one thing that made sense to me in any way today. No one deserved to win, and no one did. That is true. Ties are the worst, by the way. I hate how now, George, we have to be talking about this Colts team the rest of the season. Oh, they're seven, four, and one. Oh, here yeah, they're five, four, and one. I hate having to say a three-digit record. It's going to drive me crazy. It's so ugly to look at in the standings. It's uglier to say it's thanks, Colts. And week one, so now it's there the entire time. If they win next week, they're one, zero, oh, and one. Ugh. Yep. Frustrating. Yep. Now, I will say, again, not to be optimistic, because uh, I'm not taking any optimism here, but I'm just pointing out facts. You go to last year, the top uh, seed in each conference come playoff time, the Titans in the AFC, the Packers in the NFC, both got their doors blown off in week one. Titans got blown up by the Cardinals last year. The Packers got blown up by the Saints. 
So it's not like the season's over per se. And I, we're none of us, neither of us are, are saying that in any stretch, but it just, it just hammers home the importance of this game. You should have taken care of business right away. And even though we've seen plenty of teams overcome a week one loss and only week once, there's no reason to truly overreact for an entire season projection. Right. But it's, it's the same old, same old with this Colts team. Again, you don't want to be digging yourself out of a hole. And here we are, another season, another year talking about the Colts digging themselves out of an early hole. For me, that's that's the bottom line. They had a chance to come out here today and prove that this year was going to be different. And today, today, on Sunday, they failed. Doesn't mean that it won't end up being a different year. Doesn't mean that I'm projecting 17 ties, although that's what they're on pace for. But <laughs> it it's just reality. You have to, the NFL is a bottom line business. And the fact of the matter is they knew the assignment today. They knew what the job was. They knew what the goal was. They didn't get it done. If they tied 17 times, I guess they have the first pick in the draft, right? I don't know. That would be really interesting. Right? You'd like, be winless. No winning wins. percentage is zero. So, you know, no. you think that's better than, you know, uh, that's, yeah, I don't know. I hope, listen, I hope you never have to find out, but that is fascinating. Maybe we'll sure. find out. Man, holy. Would it surprise you with this Colts team? It wouldn't be surprising if we're sitting here talking about an 0-0-17 team. That is for sure. So week one is in the books. The Colts have tied, which does feel like a loss. They are 0-0-1 right now. But like you said, standing-wise, it's not a loss. This absolutely feels like a major loss. One of the worst ways to start the season. Uh, all our fears did come true. A lot of question marks we've had coming into the season, George, were not answered. And if they were, they were answered in a negative way, not a positive way. This is going to be a very long week as they get ready for week number two against the Jaguars. We will be back middle of the week, Wednesday morning. So make sure you are downloading and subscribing between now and then. You can follow George on Twitter at GM Bremer. You can follow me at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. We will be back to kind of get the state of the Colts as well as the state of the AFC South after what was a very chaotic week number one. So make sure you're downloading, make sure you're subscribing right here on the Blue Horseshoe Podcast.